Hello, I'm Brian Foster. Today I'm talking about spiritism. And today is Monday, uh, February 14th. And we are doing our regular Monday meeting live stream of questions and answers about spiritism. So feel free to, in the comment section, type your question and I will get right on it. Before we begin, let us have a short prayer. Dear Jesus, <clears throat> please let us begin as a society to put God and you, Christ, in the center of our conversations, in the center of our decisions, uh, of great events and of discussing moral ideas and also what we should do as countries and people and organizations. Let us follow your example. Let us, let us all put you and God in our hearts and not be afraid to mention our love of Jesus and God. Amen. So, um, before I begin, if you are interested in Spiritism, please uh, download it, its free PDF. It's Alan Kardec. You just type in Alan Kardec space PDF, and here's just like three main books. There's actually five, but these are the three ones you should start with. And you just type in Alan space Kardec space PDF. You'll find all of his books on PDF. He wrote the Spirits book started in 1850. Not wrote, I said he should, said he codified. He wrote a series of 1,019 questions. He put those in multiple mediums and did not codify them in the Spirits book unless they were the same or similar from different mediums. They didn't know about each other. And of course, all the responses were organized by the Spirit of Truth as promised by Jesus in the New Testament. I will send you a consoler in the Spirit of Truth to give you more information. I'm just paraphrasing. Now, if you want a quick overview in where I bring in writings not only from Alan Kardec, but also Chico Xavier and others, please download my free PDF, Spiritism 101, The Third Revolution. You can go to nwspiritism.com and download that in English and in French. If you do not want a PDF version, uh, you can buy it on in the Kindle format, paperback, and in Audible format. I have the links to, actually to all my books on the right-hand navigation page of nwspiritism.com. And as well as the Spirits book, I have that in Audible format and in MP3 format on my page, as well as I have every chapter in the Spirits book in my playlist called the Spirits book in my playlist on this channel in YouTube, on my YouTube channel. I have it on my other channels, but they're not organized by playlists. So uh, feel free to, if you like in audible versions, I've got YouTube, MP3, and I forgot what the designation for a type of file is for an audible version. I have that you can download. And I think it's two files. It's pretty large. You can download on my site. So let us begin um, our questions. Now, of course, if you have any questions, please feel free to uh, just type in the comments and I will stop these other questions and I will get on to yours because uh, the, the live questions will take um, priority over the written ones. Of course, then if you do miss this live stream and you have questions, please type them in the comment section. I get notified every time I have a comment. And so I will take your questions and cut and paste them onto my list. Okay. First question. There's a question on the first story, an errant spirit. I don't think I remember this completely, but why would a spirit want vengeance? Is it because they're still tied to the material body or because higher spirits are influencing him in order to teach a lesson to the perpetrators? 
So probably this story was a lower spirit that would not let go of his or her desire for revenge. Now, higher spirits will never influence any lower spirits for to teach a lesson or revenge or anything like that. They will allow a spirit to be in place to take vengeance and to try to obsess a person if that person needs that lesson, but they won't encourage it because there's always free will. There's free will as in our physical life and there's free will in our spirit life. So no, they would never encourage something to do, uh, someone to do something incorrectly. So therefore, higher spirit never influence him, but it is probably because that one person still wanted vengeance because they, uh, they are still exactly what you said. Because they're still tied to the material body, and if you did something against them and their and you know their wealth or their pride or something like that, they hold it against you and want revenge. Now, I've heard these things as I've been in um, mediums meetings. Of course, I'm not a medium. I always sit in the, on the on the side of the wall, you know, keep my mouth shut. But I always I always have the the urge to say, well, you know that person did something terrible to you but do you understand why that person was in a position to do something terrible to you and now you're trying to get revenge you probably don't remember this but in a past life you did something just as bad or worse so stop giving that guy a hassle i mean that's this is the um <laughs> that's what i feel like saying of course i'm not allowed to say anything because i'm you know I, I, that's just not my part there. Um, and of course, and it's probably the wrong way to speak to a spirit like that anyway, because they're really nice when they, when they try and help a, uh, a spirit out of the, um, out of their, uh, mistakes, I should say, in their quest for vengeance, they talk about love and forgiveness, and that's probably the way to do it. I'm, I'm, uh, it's probably why I'm not a medium. I'm a little bit too, you know, I don't know, forceful or logic. Not not logical is not a good word, but you know, I was like maybe too combative. I was like, no, come on, think about this. And that's not you don't hear that because you hear that very soft. And that's how spirits work. They don't tell you you're wrong, like I wanted to do. They'll they'll say, well, yeah, because they figure they'll find out later. They don't direct you. They don't direct you and say, no, no. There is like these Christian prophets that you know think they talk to God, which I. I'm, you know, I'll let them, you know, I doubt that. I mean, you have to be very, very high spirit to actually speak to God from what I hear. And even that, I don't know. Um, but they're not going to be, they're not going to be uh, corrected. They're going to say, okay, when you're ready to understand how this really works, you'll understand it. So, I mean, those are the, the way these things uh, are, are. Okay, let me, there's a question here. Okay, how should one answer if someone claims the whole idea of life continuing after physical death is primarily created from humanity's unhealthy tendency to resist letting go of things? And, you know, that's a good question. I haven't heard that one before. And I can see where they would think in our, um, in our mind that we want to believe in reincarnation because, you know, death is a, an objective reality and therefore we we make up this fantasy of our soul lives forever and we reincarnate we come back and i can see how 
someone would say that because that you know because what what have we done all throughout history we've created mythology and we've created what we think are our answers to our questions so i would say that um that's certainly a possibility but it's as people uh discover and explore spiritism and explore the spirit world and what we've been told not only in near-death experiences and these are people from different cultures different languages all speak about the fact that as they have near-death experiences they understand not all of them but a, a good portion of them that's had good experiences up in heaven will say that yeah we're here on earth to learn and you know and i was told by my group that eh, you're not done yet get back in the in the ring and, and that they knew they have multiple lives so that's not just uh a religion that says that uh, not just a doctrine of spiritism it's people who some people who are really didn't believe in god at all who've had near-death experiences will will go through that and that there's a, there's a lot of evidence and by other writers about children who have memories of their past lives that are pretty hard to to um deny and of course that is because when a child is up when they're born until they're seven they're still very connected to their mother. In fact, the blood of the mother is still in their body all the way till they're seven. And they're also more connected to the spirit world. They're, a child's basic character doesn't come out until between 15 and 20. And so there are children who remember past lives. And and so, I mean, it, not believing stuff is, there's nothing wrong in that. And and it's no one and spiritism it's, uh, very truly doesn't want you to believe anything just because your priest or i say something i say no no you have to believe in this no no you don't you create your own firm foundation and for that person i would say look if you don't believe that that's perfectly fine when you go in the spirit world you figure it out yourself i do i what i've seen is i see the logic of it i see the process i don't believe in the spirit world where a person would commit a crime who was a part of a horrible family never given a chance in life and would be uh put in purgatory or actually say hell forever in eternity and be punished for eternity i don't believe god is that unjust i believe that everyone has more chances and people have free will and that they will learn and improve their personality and character in life after life. And as they go and they go from one life to the next life, they'll become better and better spirits until they attain to be a pure spirit. It makes sense because the spirit world is where thought is action. You have a much immense power in the spirit world. And that's why we're on earth to learn how to control our minds. And therefore, it's all part of the process. If you look at the entire process of the spirit world, that will convince you of the fact of reincarnation and of life con uh, continuing after physical death and i know i mean uh is and you know there's so many stories of people seeing phantoms and ghosts and prophets correctly predicting the future these are all questions that that you know there's there are some answers that people have illusion, hallucinations, et cetera, but there's a lot that can't be answered. And therefore, I, I believe it's not, it's not something you can prove in our 
burden of proof, uh, like in a court, that we can prove either way. But you can't prove it, but you also cannot disprove it. And it gives us a reason why we're here on Earth. Okay, I hope that answers. I'm probably too long-winded. I have to, probably should think of a better succinct uh, answer for that one. <laughs> okay, how do you get rid of a spirit that always hurts you? And, of course, this means that there's a spirit that is trying to obsess you, trying to punish you for what uh, they perceive that you have done wrong in the past to them. And so, so what you do is you, you should pray for that spirit and say, look, and then pray for help. So when you meditate and pray, first pray for help from the spirit world to help you with that spirit. And then pray to that spirit that's hurting you. Say, look, forgive me for whatever I did. I'm trying to be a better person. I'm not the same person I was in my last life. I'm trying to find a better path. Uh, could you please forgive me? And then also help, plead for help from the spirit world. They will, they will uh, send you angels and spirits to help you talk to that person and bring that person into a, uh, a level of like an apples in heaven so they can be be healed of their thirst for revenge because you can tell that spirit is that look you don't need to, to teach me a lesson the spirit world through karma and through planning my life will teach me the lessons i need i understand it now when bad things happen i will analyze them and understand what i need to change in my character so don't you know don't be mean, but just try to speak logically. Sometimes that works, sometimes it does not. That would be my um, my uh, advice. Okay, another question. You should be able to communicate with spirits by now, at least one times a month. Light a white candle, put a clear glass of water next to it, read all the Kardec prayers, things will begin to happen. So what in Spiritism we call that is, is um, the... the um, weekly uh, home home with god and what we did as a family when the kids were still uh, all here uh, more rigorously than my wife are here um we would we'd actually do it once a week but once a month is good and we would uh, we didn't use a candle but we used a clear glass of water we put a, a pitcher of, of water and so the reason for the pitcher of water is to for have the spirits that will come to your meeting and it will and and they will magnetize the water so you drink the water after the meeting and it helps uh make your vibrational uh status and your harmony better and it actually does help you so that's so what we do is before we start the meeting and we do this at the same time so you have to do it at the same time if you're doing once a month but at least the same day at the same time once a month or once a week you start with a prayer, and then, as you said, you can read you can read the Kardec prayers. You don't have to read them all. You can just do like for a half hour or an hour. You don't have to sit there and this is not a marathon. But you 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 if you're by yourself, probably reading the Kardec prayers or reading from this out loud in the spirits book because sometimes they'll bring other spirits who are are lower spirits just to come to hear you and say, hey, this is a, this is a live person doing that. Then when you're done, you uh, pray. You, you do an end prayer and and then you um 
you can drink the water or save the water in a thermos and drink it during the week until your next meeting. But it's important to have the meeting at the same time and the same day because then it may take you a couple meetings, but then the spirits will go, oh, this person's talking about spiritism. And then they'll start coming to your meetings. And hopefully you'll actually start um, feeling the presence of spirits. And you'll and afterwards you'll you'll somehow you'll feel better. Now, this is how I feel, and I know other people felt, so uh, I can't guarantee it, but I think if you do it with a clear conscience and good intentions, uh, you will. You will feel better. Okay, uh, then another question. Oh, there's a question for Anna C. So we'll see if Anna C answers that one. How does how does the spirit help you? Uh, we'll get uh, another question. I saw a show when someone put a raw egg in a glass of water to absorb the negative spirit. I haven't heard that one. I do know that Chico Xavier said that uh, pets will absorb negative thoughts. Now, and so I do not think a raw egg will absorb a negative spirit. And if the negative spirit is there, it's really prayer and meditation. But we are affected by negative thoughts coming in. And what pets are, like dogs or cats, uh, for instance, is they are natural filters for bad thoughts. And actually, Chico said that anyone who's the head of a spiritist group or something like that should have pets around them because because there's people always thinking negative thoughts other spirits think negative thoughts so that person is trying to help other people uh rise is they will filter out um uh, they will filter out negative thoughts so isn't that a wonderful thing so but i don't know and in fact spiritism and what they'll say is um there's no you know exorcism is is they just they just think that's a joke right you, you they're like a logical person they're not like a this demon that you can control i mean you can have the force of mind sometimes you can dominate they can dominate them and they can dominate you sometimes but they're logical creatures they may not be uh they may be focused on bad things at some point in time they will be a better person so it's best for you to approach them with humbleness and love uh, and then ask them what the problem is and see if you can fix it. It's amazing. In these books by Sakuraf, uh, Chico Xavier, especially in the Andre Luis series of books, usually when there is a spirit that's obsessing another spirit, these high spirits come in and they don't say, stop that immediately or I'm, I'm just you know going to beat the you know what out of you. No, they don't do that. What they do is, is they say, well, what do you need? And they don't even talk about and then they ask well why are you doing this and they say, oh this person did this terrible thing to me oh that's kind of sad but how can i help you and then they show them by helping these spirits how they can help them they think oh well maybe i shouldn't do this maybe i should help other people too there are good people out there because a lot of these spirits have been in the lower zone everyone treats them like you know terrible because they're all full of people who are pride and selfish and dominating but then when they are treated with love they they want to start treating others with love too love is contagious and that's how they fight these spirits it's not easy though sometimes you you absolutely need help uh just you know alan kardeka said that uh 
Uh, if, it's, if inspiration comes, how can you discern a good spirit from a trickster? Well, that's a, uh, a lot of good questions. So it, oh, here's your question here that you rewrote. And I, I think I already did that. So, so the way, so it's the way you do that is through your conscience. So you have, we live on planet earth and the planet of atonement. We live in a sea of spirits, right? We have good spirits from on high. They'll come and be next to us. They don't have to be next to us. They give inspiration from billions of miles away. Then, But the lower spirits are around us, and they can see our aura, and they can try to inspire us too. It's like those cartoons with the devil and the angel on your, on your shoulders, right? So when you get inspiration, you filter it. This is why we're on earth. Okay, now you also say, well, why does God allow all these bad spirits giving us bad advice? Well, why are you in, in middle school and junior high around all these kids that give you bad advice? Because you're trained to filter out stupid advice. Same thing for us here. You reuse our conscience, right? We're given two things by God to us as as every time we're in the, as in the spirit too, as well as in the physical body, our conscience and our instincts. And if we filter every inspiration in our through our conscience, and if we feel like, oh, I don't know if I should do that, or you feel a little bit of stress, or you feel this little ache in the pit of your stomach, the answer is ignore that inspiration. Like, like, oh, well, if I just if I just betray my one friend, I can get a better job, right? But you know, well, that's not being nice. And then you know, don't do it. And if you have an inspiration that that, you know, even though you may not make as much money, but you say, you know, I feel good about myself then that's the right thing to do. You may not be always correct. There might be little gray areas that you can be fooled at. But as long as you believe you're trying to do the right thing, there's no penalty against it. Now, the other thing to do is, you know, um, is your instinct will also tell you. And that will help you. And... The last thing I want to say is when we become a plan of regeneration, these in a plan of atonement, we're here to uh, atone for our past wrongs. A plan of regeneration, you don't have to atone for your past wrongs. You'll still learn some things. You'll still be some, you know, character transformations that you'll have to, to, to make. But you will, you will um, not have these negative low spirits around. They will be sent to another planet. Of either another planet of atonement or even a lesser planet. This is the great apocalypse. Uh, the apocalypse doesn't happen in the physical earth. It happens in the spirit world where the wheat from the chaff, right? The spirits who don't want to learn, they've, they've had a lot of thousands of years on the planet of atonement to get to get with the program. Well, they don't want to. Well, they have to go back to a planet of atonement that's going to start, you know, have another couple thousands of years going instead of this planet is going to uh, move forward. Okay, so Anna C., who says she was bothered by spirits, this is what she uh, experienced. He took over my thoughts and controlled my words. He constantly gives me pain. Say, God never helps and he'll never help me. He, tor he torments me day and night. Oh, so you definitely need prayer. And uh, so this is what happens when they try to take over your thoughts and control your words. Is So let's think about this for a second. Your brain is like this uh, radio tower. 
and it's always radiating thoughts. And a bad spirit will look at your thoughts, and then they'll see kind of what the lever is. Like if you're, if you're a kind of miserly, or you're sarcastic, or you want revenge on someone, they'll they'll find that lever on you, and then they'll take the thoughts, and they'll have they'll enlist other spirits around to help. They'll take any negative thoughts you have. And they'll put it through another spirit and they'll amplify it and do and try to reinforce those negative thoughts to bombard you with negative thoughts. And then they'll try and control you by dominating you with that, right? By controlling your words, giving you wrong words to say, maybe hurtful words. And then they'll put pain in your mind. Now, if you, they cannot really physically hurt you but they can certainly give you bad ideas that you would get physically hurt. And they also, what they do, if they really are trying to get revenge on someone, they'll try and get you to end your life, which you'd never want to do. This is, you are experiencing a very hard trial, but you never want to get out of your trial earlier. You just have to go through it again. So this is, you want to end it now. And you want to end it nicely. And, and hopefully, you can end it by being friends with whoever's doing that. So that's what I'm saying is, so what happens, so your thoughts are being, your own negative thoughts are being amplified. It's a negative amplification loop. So what you really need to do, one, is pray and say, you know, and concentrate all your mind on pray or, or meditate. And sometimes if you meditate, maybe your mind's open, but don't let, don't, if you have negative thoughts, spur them away. And if you have to get rid of negative thoughts, go do gardening. Go do something where you're you're focused. And go do something where you're focused. And then pray and meditate for that spirit and ask for help. But it, it takes a lot. You really should need to study spiritism, study the spirits book, uh, study the gospel according to spiritism read the Andre Louise series of books, start to understand, because the Andre Louise series book is probably one of the best, because you'll understand how these things work. Uh, and the, the first one is No Solar, which I have right there, No Solar by Chico Xavier, Francisco C. Xavier. You can get that in English, of course, on Amazon.com, or you can go to the FEB uh, site and uh, just click the picture I have of Alan Kardec on my site. It's on the top right-hand corner by that book. But um, but pray and meditate too. So I would that is what I would say. And then also, uh, uh, the, the man says contact uh, um, contact her. So uh, and she is a, a medium. So I would uh, um, I would I would do that. I hope that helps um, because this is a hard trial. Do not give up. Never give up. Uh, spirits always tell us that however bad you feel, trials do not go on forever. They, they're they made for you to be victorious. Now, sometimes it may not seem so, but if, if what they told like a group of suicides, said, don't, don't commit suicide because you just had to wait another week, maybe a month, maybe a year, whatever. It would have been resolved. So that is important to remember. And God bless you. And I'm, I'll pray right now that you receive the help you, you need. Um, 
Now, now let's say does uh, does laughter repel negative spirits? Yeah, I mean, if you're in a good mood, if you're in a good mood, and you're thinking positive thoughts, the negative spirits not having any effect on you, and they're going to go, "Oh, I'm not, I'm not." Uh, you know, it's just like a bully at the playground. Like if you just like ignore it, ignore the taunts and the, the stupid things they do, they'll move on to the, to the next poor guy because they're not having any fun with you. So yes, laughter and positive thoughts uh, do, do repel negative spirits. Can God, calling on your guardian angel be considered a prayer? Absolutely. Uh, you don't need to say, I'm praying. You, you can actually be something that you're wrestling with day in, day out. Uh, uh, you know, there's even spirit world told us of scientists who don't really believe in God who are trying to figure out a problem. And they, they interpret that as a prayer, as they want help from the spirit world. And in fact, what uh, Alan Kardec said in his book of mediums is that most of uh, the inspiration of why people are geniuses because they can receive they're better at receiving these inspirations like edison and uh, einstein they receive these inspirations from the spirit world so absolutely call on your guardian angel okay so here's anna c again who's had problem with spirit she says i have been trying for four years and have begged help begged for help from god and jesus no one comes and the more i love god the worse he gets this is a hard trial. I don't, please do not give up. Um, I think that you probably have been praying and trying. Have you been under, studying about spirits? You understand about spirits. This is where you may want to understand what spirits are and what they do is, and this is just, is to read this book, Spirits in the Spirit Universe says all about spirits because the more you understand about spirits and also i think the under the series of books is good for you because it that's really understanding at the level of how they're attacking you that will explain it very well and the more you can you can get yourself and then understand what a spirit is and how it works is this might be a good book for you it's entirely up to you spirits in the spirit universe but the more you can uh, become spiritually mature and forgive and forgive the spirit say yes i and and try to forgive yourself and ask him or her for forgiveness because who knows this spirit you have done in a past life you've done something horrible to that spirit and you know and you have to say yes i know i did something horrible can you let me repair from that because the spirit world will guide me and it will give me the trials and tribulations. In fact, this is a trial you're going through. And this is why Jesus said, forgive 70 times. 70 is, is because he knew this is what happens. And this is what's happened to that spirit who is mad at you for some reason. And th that spirit is not only hurting you, they're, they're hurting themselves. And so you can't hate that spirit. What you need to do is you look at that spirit that is bothering you as an actor in the play, playing a part of teaching you it's not a good idea to make other people really mad at you in past lives and say, oh, look, I know you're, I know you're doing this because you think it's right, but I also know you're doing it because I probably deserve it right now. 
can you let me have a chance to become a better person? Because that isn't that what you want me to be? I mean, I think I've paid, I know I've paid the price. I deserve the price I paid, but don't you want me to become a better person? I want you to become a better person. And by you taking all your time to try to obsess and punish me, you're actually punishing yourself because you're not ascending in the spirit world. This is a low spirit. He doesn't mean to be. He's He's got a loop in his mind too. And he says, you are actually hurting yourself. So I think you, you need to, um, uh, I think, call uh, uh, to really start studying and understanding and start trying to love everyone. Don't just love that spirit, but try and get your mind where you forgive everyone uh, and you try to love everyone and just let love constant love come to the, come to the forefront go and volunteer for people go help people when um um chico xavier was still alive and he had people coming through a line and this couple came to him and said chico please help our daughter she's you know she's you know she's being schizophrenic she's going through these episodes and and she needs help and then chico said Go help, go help anybody. Go outside and help people. Now, a year later, the parents came and said, Chico, our daughter's better. And so then when they finished going through the line, right, and the, the guy who wrote a memoir about Chico said, well, what did they do to help their daughter? He says, well, these people went to a prison and they helped prisoners in their spirituality. They helped them any way they could, got them clothes, whatever. The prisoners' mothers... The, in, who in the spirit world saw this couple help their sons and said well let's follow this couple see, see what's going on in their at their house and they went to their house and they saw these spirits obsessing their daughter and these these spirit mothers go what are you doing the parents are wonderful they're helping us don't do this and the spirits go okay and they left their daughter alone so and i mean that is one of the keys to so go help other people go prove your worthiness of being forgiven and also another good question have you tried mindfulness not fighting it and just letting the negative feelings it gives you out the door um and that's kind of that's kind of like creating a a, a path i think and and tell me mr megax if i'm describing this right just describe a little bit different than you are as what i mean is is things nathan and just say okay I'm going to let them escape from my body and I'm, I, you know, I, I accept what they are, but that's not me. And I'm going to try to be a better person. So read and study uh, and dedicate, you know, and during your working hours, work, focus on work. Do not partake in malicious gossip. Don't be negative against anyone. If there's someone who's not doing very well at work, help them you know demonstrate your your charity your charity fraternity and honesty and love and help will come i feel very positive about that so god bless you anna c and and uh let me just pray for you very quickly dear jesus and the spirits who are around us right now please help anna and Help her figure a way out of that. Help her inspire her to do what needs to be done 
to help her and the spirit or spirits that are trying to, and what their opinion is, is justice. Trying to show them that justice is served and given by the spirit world, not by individual spirits. Amen. Okay. Um, let me get back to where we were on the questions. Is there any other questions here? Okay, I'll put show this back in the stream. Uh, is homosexuality, sorcery, and idolatry a sin in spiritism as spoken of in the book of Corinthians? So, first of all, spiritism does not like to use the word sin because different religions have different uh, uh, definitions of sin. It's like to use wrongs. And what wrongs are is, is it, does it, does it uh, betray your conscience? Does it betray this, the set of divine laws in your mind? And if you're doing sorcery, but you're doing it for the good, and you're trying to help people, I don't think there's anything wrong in that. If you're looking at an idol, and it's probably and that focuses your mind to help you meditate better and help you pray better and not hurt anybody with it, there's nothing wrong in that. If you are practicing, you know, whatever type of desire and love you have between whatever uh, gender you are and you're not, you're both accepting and you're not hurting anybody, then no. It's when you use those things to harm people. And that's like uh, the question of marriage in the spirit's book. And I forgot the, I forgot the two question numbers, but you can find them. I, if you look uh, on my videos or in my nwspiritism.com, you'll see where I discuss marriage. But in the Spirits book, Alan Kardec asks, do we have to stay married forever? And they go, well, first of all, marriage is um, is between two spirits. They didn't say men and women. Didn't say that. And that the reason you have to stay together, those are your laws. Those aren't our laws. You know, why should, why should, and I'm putting words in her mouth now, why should you just sit there and torture each other, right? And even in discussing, and another good part in the book, uh, Nosa Lar, where this woman was saying, so many people get married just because of that initial uh, desire, right? And they can't get beyond that. And then they, and then, because they really need to be friends and work together and, and, you know, not have that, that complete entrapment of, of, you know, desire overtake them. So, and you know, it doesn't work, but always try to exit honorably. Even if your spouse is not honorable in your exit, you be honorable. And if you have children, try the hardest you can to stay with those children, stay involved with children. If, it, if you can't, you can't, right? I understand that, but never take it out on children. I know some spouses will use a child as a weapon. That is a wrong, a big wrong. Never do that. Never do that. Keep the child that you love them, your ex-spouse loves them. Always do that. And then the other question in the spirits book was, as long with the marriage question, they said it was between two spirits. They go, does the spirit always come back as a man or a woman? And they said, spirit can come back as whatever they want. It makes no difference to them. Now, Later on, I read where usually spirits will come back in the same gender uh, for a pretty long period of time. But as one goes higher and higher, right? So the reason we're on earth, the reason why they ask us to, to marry and pair up with people 
is so we understand the point of view of that other person. And hopefully when you get married, that that person can improve your kind of uh, parts that need to be improved. And then you can improve the parts of the other person that needs to be improved. And you can understand both. You can understand the passive and aggressive side of things, because that's really what's what they say gender is. The spirit world is kind of an outlook of passively and aggressively. But then eventually, as Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ combines the aspect. And people say that. I see the aspect of, of men and women in him. He has the empathy and love. And, but he's got the, the strength and kind of demeanor of a man. I mean, so he's, he's, it's, this is why we're here. In fact, the spirits told Reverend G. Valwin that we could have been made humans to be unisexual, asexual, and uh, is the word I should use. But as with any problem, to, is it's easier to solve a problem if you break it down. And therefore, they wanted us to be one or the other so we could see what the characteristics were of a more aggressive stance versus a passive stance. And, of course, within the aggressiveness is passive aggressiveness and all sorts of, of shadows of that. And from the passive side, there's being aggressive while being passive, right? There's all sorts of gray areas in that. So what they did is they they put us in the two, two genders so we could figure out this whole outlook easier. So that is, um, so no, it's not a sin, and Spiritism does not like to use the word sin. It's wrong. So if you're, if you feel comfortable, don't let people, uh, don't let people make you feel guilty or wrong about it. But if you're harming people with whatever you're doing, and you're trying to harm people in like a sorcery or, you know, uh, bad wishes and bad thoughts, then that is a wrong that will have to be paid for. I hope that helps. Let me uh, make that italic so I don't go over this again. Okay. If the Book of Spirits was written more than a hundred years ago, how come no one has tried to recreate such experiments but with nowadays questions? I find it very interesting how this new book could update some perspective and also update discussion about the world, life, and spiritism. Well, it's, a, it's an interesting point of view, and I think that the spirit world believes they are updating with new perspective by the continually new books that come out from spiritist mediums, meaning that we've gotten a lot more information from Sico Xavier who was a medium from, I think, born in 1910 all the way to 2002. I think it was in the Summer Olympics 2002 that he died. I think I remember that, uh, which is a lot more information come out. There's information from Yvonne Pierre, a medium. There's more information all the time uh, from Devaldo Franco, who's still alive. I think he's in his 90s now. And there are other mediums who are, are writing. So there's always more information given to us. Now, is it in a good place in, in oh, then Reverend G. Bao Owen in the early night, early uh, 20th century was a lot more information. Um, but it's, you know, I, but this has not been tried where they, they take, a, let's say, another thousand questions or let's round it down a little bit. 
and try to be more topical of what we would ask because now we are at a, a little bit different level of culture and technology. And because you can see a lot of things the spirits say, I interpret it, and especially in from from Leon Denis who came right after Alan Kardec and early Chico, because I interpret things more in a, uh, a database technology programming technology way, and of course that was you know that was my my profession in in, in software, um, and so. Yeah, so yeah, so things have changed. So that would be interesting if someone had that mission. I'm sure at some point in time, someone will have that mission, but there are a lot of new things happening. And, and that's why, and that's where really one of the impetuses I had in writing my books is because there was so much out there. I tried to bring them in and really, and so when I, when I write my books, you know, such as, um, uh, heaven and below and which i talk about heaven the lower zone jesus christ i take in writings from chico xavier alan kardec leon denis yvonne piera devaldo franco who does a lot of uh, information not only from neo lucio but from uh, the spirit john angelus and try and talk about these subjects and another one is how to live, or is the poem by Andre Luis, and it says what the or the steps, and I'll take information from again from different, different the, the psychography from different mediums, and go okay, this is what Andre Luis says, this is what he means, and this is how to attain it by interpreting what these spirits have told these different mediums. So that is what I've done in my book of the case of reincarnation, explore your destiny. I take information from various sources. And I try to answer these type of questions that I had in much more depth. Uh, so that that is why. So and I probably couldn't do like a spirits book because I go into those in you know maybe a lot of depth. So the spirits book would be uh, too large, right? So that is kind of my uh, my approach, my approach to it. And of course, so. Uh, hopefully that helps because it's a good question and I'm sure all of us have, have a set of questions we would like to, to ask. I know I have a lot, right? I, I'm always, you know, prepared myself. If I ever get a chance that I can ask questions directly, I haven't, haven't been given a chance yet, but because um, I usually I'm just listening, right? Or I'm told things. I, you know, I don't get a chance. I don't think they... They, they let me interact too much. There's more information coming to me by mediums and people coming to me and saying, hey, you know what? I, this is, I'm a medium. This is what I know about you. And I go, oh, shit. <laughs> it's never good of what I've done in the past. So that's why I'm, I, you know, I'm amazed. I'm not obsessed, too. It's like Anna. I mean, I'm sure from what I've told that I've done things in the past, I'm sure I've been right where you are that I've had spirits just must have been just wanting revenge against me. Like I've been told I've chopped people's feet off. I've tortured people. Horrible things. And I, here I am. I haven't done that. Hopefully in quite a few lives, you know, nothing criminal that I, that I know of. Uh, so, so hopefully, um, 
I can be an example of someone who's improved himself from being, uh, I've told I've been a, a completely corrupt uh, official of some sort. I don't know if I was in government or what I was. I think I was in charge of people in some sort of uh, minor nobility probably. And what, and what I was told is I wanted treasure and didn't want to help the people. So I'm sure there's plenty of spirits who were just like thinking I was just the most rotten, corrupt piece of, you know what? And that's why I say in our current atmosphere of where, boy, the corruption is just shine, shown forth in these people who take any excuse and just want absolute power and just love lording it over us. And especially when they have a, a avenue to, to make more money, which we haven't found out yet, but we shall, you, can, you know, what I and I get sometimes I get the impulses like oh I gotta tell them off and I go well, how can I say that because I've, I've been there I've done that and that's how you get better at forgiving people is you understand the fact that whatever someone's done to you or in some more macro level is you've done the same or worse isn't that sad but that's why the spirits love us the higher spirits they don't say they they never come to me and say Brian, you're such an idiot. You're stupid, which I'm sure they're justified in saying, is they're probably just saying, oh, you know, I've been there too, right? You know, who am I to get on my high horse and to say that you've done terrible things when I've done terrible things? And let's just work together and improve ourselves. And that's really what it's all about. And that's what, that's really what spiritism is here, is that, is that they say, if you want a simple synopsis of spiritism, always follow the golden rule do unto others as you would have others do unto you because everyone no one wants to be uh most people i would say they don't want to be mean they don't want to hurt you uh but they 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 want to force you to do something right and they'll do it the way they have to but they don't really like it most of them don't it's, some maybe the level they do but is try and treat people Try and treat people nicer if you can and love everyone. Doesn't mean you have to be best buddies, right? You don't have to invite them over for dinner or write them a check. No, they just have to forgive them. Okay. Um, I'll be italicized that one. Oh, so I don't forget. Okay. Next question. In the Old Testament of the Bible, there are biblical stories of animals being sacrificed to atone for sin. Were these laws inspired by low spirits? So, that's a good question. Wait, I didn't show it in the stream. I'm sorry. There it is. So, I believe, now there's lots of different sacrifices. Actually, there's actually human sacrifices, too, that are definitely not inspired by spirits. Now, remember that when animals were sacrificed, the meat wasn't thrown away. It was used by the priestly class or by other people. So I believe at some point in time, they wanted them to get the idea of, of like giving of themselves, of, of saying sacrifice this lamb or sheep or whatever, and then eat it afterwards, you know, give it to people. And that could have been influenced by spirits of getting people to be more spiritual, to get people to be together and to understand uh some of the ramifications of being a human on earth and that you you know you must give of yourself which is a possession of an animal a chicken or whatever in order to 
uh, learn to be, become a better person. So I'm, probably there was some aspect of that. Now, most probably also is that the lower spirits took over this and inspired the more uh, corrupt priests and uh, religious authorities where they went overboard, right? Because you've seen pictures of sacrificing whole oxes to the priest uh, in Roman temples and um, which went way beyond. In fact, Socrates said in one of his, uh, said that, you know, the gods, you know, God doesn't want you to sacrifice a lot to him. What, what would please the God the most is for you to become a better person. So the spirit world was already at the time of Socrates, which is around 400 BC, trying to tell people that, you know, the animal sacrifices, that's not really necessary. It's you becoming a better person. So it may have started somewhat. I don't know. I, you know, I don't, I'm not speaking from authority here, uh, but I'm pretty sure that the uh, lower spirits probably took this over and, um, made it something that was that was in you know that the priestly class took and said oh we can make money from that sacrifice you know give us some gold and some animals we'll resell it on the market right uh so that's probably what happened so is the you know just like the catholic church right the, the church was created it was held in people's homes they communicated with the spirits the early church actually talked about reincarnation individual people would communicate again as i said by spirits and then as it became more organized and people became in positions of power they stopped all that right because it was out of their hands they didn't want people to talk about reincarnation because that mean that they could become superior to them at some future life and they may become inferior so they didn't want to hear that they wanted people dependent on them for this life and so these these organizations that we create these religious organizations become corrupted by people who are corrupt. That's, that's why um, I wrote an article and publicized that the other couple of days ago where, you know, we're not going to have uh, an uncorrupted version of government. It doesn't matter what you call it, right? People have these utopias that they create. Oh, we'll make this utopia and everyone's nice and everyone gives of everything. Well, it may work for the first X number of weeks or months, but then, the people who will manipulate and lie and steal and don't care about other people, they will fashion themselves, become in positions of power and take from that what they want. That's the truth. Now, almost any form of government will be good as long as you have good people. And that's why in the spirit world, you don't vote. If you're in a town and a city and you're, your city governors there you didn't vote that governor in higher spirit said you're you know, you're going to be governing the city and that person is governing that city because they have proven themselves to be wise and benevolent and full of love and they're given that task by these very high spirits who know that person will do a, a good job and if they don't they will be replaced or they'll be helped to do a better job they will be watched all the time they don't want them to fail and I think eventually that's how the uh, as people will come together in the far distant future, thousands of years from now, they'll find the right person. They'll be inspired by the spirit. Say that this person should be in charge. Say, okay, you're in charge. Uh, and if they made a mistake, they'll correct it. But uh, I think that's the way it's going to be. That's just my opinion. 
That's my guess, I should say. Okay. So, I want to thank everyone for being with me today. And again, I believe that if you people would like to really start understanding Spiritism, I would recommend uh, two books. Spiritism 101, The Third Revelation, which you can, again, you can download in PDF version from my site, nwspiritism.com. And then also, I would say, if you want an overview, kind of more of a, if you're interested in the nuts and bolts and how this works, some people are more interested in the, and very well, in what they should be, you know, the, the, the love and the transforming your character. And, and, you know, I have like how to live, but there's a lot of good books, especially the Andre Luis series of books. Excellent for that. But if you're interested in the nuts and bolts, it kind of take us from the next level from the spirits book and kind of says, okay, this is the spirit realm. This is the physical realm. And I, I bring information from the latest mediums, uh, information from mediums. Also, then, then I try to just sell information from Genesis by Kardec right which tells a lot about the physical aspects that's kind of a hard slog for some people but i try to make it more readable and understandable in my book the spirit realm i don't quote as many sources i just kind of try to distill it of what world you live in because after all you live in this physical world and we living in this physical world believe we're the center of the universe and that no we're, we're not at all we're just on this campus this elementary school type campus on earth and uh, we're a logical encapsulation of a personality right and so this is a simulator for us we are in here for the time that was assigned to us and the trials and tribulations that are assigned to us just like if a pilot's in a simulator when the pilot's in that simulator it's not always going to be happy landings and smooth takeoffs there's going to be you know this engine goes out that engine goes out electrical system goes out same thing with us. We have to learn through experiences. Not all of our experiences are to, to, for atonement. Some of them, they just want to brighten our horizons. So these are things to learn. And look at your life differently. Look at your life from the 10,000-foot level. Because when you're at the level we are, and you go down the path, you see all these rocks in the path. You go, oh, this is, I got to go through hurdles. This is terrible. But then when you're on 10,000-foot level, the path looks smooth. It's windy, but you'll get where you need to get to. Anyway, so I want to say, everyone, God bless for being with me today. Great questions. And, of course, I do this every Monday. And I have live streams on Sunday, Monday, and Tuesdays. So please subscribe and hit the bell. That way you'll be notified when I live stream. God bless for everyone.